Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. I wonder how many people fast forward all through that right there. I know. I would. I don't know. You notice my hat? I'm yeah. like already in vacation mode. Today, Jill and I <laughs> are uh, talking about five ways Land Academy members are overpricing mailers. So here's last one. week was uh, our vacation, by the way. <laughs> Oh, this is we're back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're I'm back. still traveling. <laughs> we're still uh, we're still in Santa Barbara, and we're in Santa Barbara now. Okay, so. I don't know what week things are. You're right. Don't ask me. I just work here. Yeah, she's just the talent. She's like uh, thanks. She's she's one of those people that I has, wish I could has her name on the back of the chair. That would be nice so to just sit down there. and they do my hair and my makeup. Clearly, I do my own hair and my own makeup. <laughs> I don't get that perk. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. And I should say, uh, please listen to this. We are phasing out RealQuest for our community, the Land uh, Academy community. I have a little, I get misty every time I talk about this because RealQuest is honestly the reason that I started this whole entire company. And it's just become obsolete. And the contract that they're asking us to sign in this next renewal period is an absolute outrage. And not even the money. It's the, the it's real reason is that good. data tree is so much better. Yeah. Everybody loves data tree, me included. I haven't logged on to RealQuest in over a year and a half. I, I just know. looked. Isn't that funny? Me too. I don't even go there. Joe and I personally instruct a handful of uh, Land Academy members or non members in uh, a live class called Career Path. If you want this to be your career or it is your career, please uh, take a look at Career Path and let us know. Support at landacademy.com. Hold, please. <laughs> Leonard wrote, <laughs> answering Evan B's question. Interesting. I guess we're going to figure this out as I go through Yes, it. we are. Okay. It's hard to assess why a particular campaign worked or not. There's a certain degree of chance. You obviously improve your odds with more mail and also diversifying areas. We don't know where you are mailing or your pricing. Hotter markets tend to have a lower response in my experience. Exactly. But you can make a big margin if you get something. If you hit one there. Maybe you need to consider more rural areas, which you might get a deal easier. I'll be, this might make the sales potentially slower. I've had differences in mailers and I've just replicated the exact same pricing in comparable areas and then it didn't work. So when I started almost three years ago, we sent out three mailers, 4,000 units. And before we got three lots from our last 200 unit mailer, what I would do is look up like 50 of your offers and do a would you do this deal analysis this ties into today. And then maybe even book a call with Kevin before you send your next mailer. Keep in mind the mailer is only part of it and you must ensure you're answering those calls. Thank you and working the deals proactively. You can do this if you continue to put the effort in. That's totally good. So this person's obviously was struggling. We don't know the, the details behind it. We're gonna talk about it today. Yeah. But no matter what it is, I just wanna say before I hand it to you, is by answering the phone, you could add money, you could take money away. If you don't answer the phone, you don't have a chance. You'll, you will fail every time. Every once in a while, my point in putting this in here is every once in a while, Somebody uh, types into Discord, hey, I sent a bunch of mail out. It just didn't work. <laughs> and we, we all chuckle because, we, first of all, most of us have been there, us included. Uh, and you just have to deconstruct. There's only a few reasons why it doesn't work. We'll talk about those today. Yes, we will. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing is when people say it doesn't work? And like every single time that we've had this and we've done consulting with people about this, we'll go, what about this one? And what about that one? 
And what about this one? They're like, oh. And then they call them back and then they do the deals. <laughs> that's what it is. That's usually what it. That's it's, usually the problem. I think. Well, it's, honestly, it's one of two reasons. The first one is it, you price it so low. Like I did a mailer one time to Michigan. This is a lot of years ago, and I just sent it out for five hundred dollars a property. Every single property in Michigan that I that was over an acre, and I just got screamed at for, and wondered why it didn't work. This is like in two thousand and two. Before me. Way, way, way before Joe, and so. That's that's usually the case. That's an extreme example, but pricing on mailers so low that it's just silly. That that'll kill a mailer. The real reason that vast majority of the time, probably ninety percent of the time, someone says, "Yeah, I guess this doesn't work." Again, this tiny percentage of people uh, in Land Academy, it's because of what Jill. They're not answering the phone and uh, creating these deals. They're expecting people to just sign it and send it mm-hmm. back, uh, and then be compliant with everything you say. And that's just that's they need right. people need contact. All right, let's get to today's topic because I'm gonna. I have more about just that real one little part of it. Today's topic: five way land. Uh, five ways land academy members are overpricing their mailers. This is the meat of the show. Okay, so that's like the whole big picture. The mail goes out. You know, I I got to answer the phone. Got it. I could add money, take money away. Got it. But I want to take a step back. Today's show is really about just getting from A to B, not all the way to Z, when you're look, you know, staring at your bank account and it's all done um, and sold. A to B, which is getting these offers in the mail and what is happening in this process where Land Academy people, so we're gonna get real specific today and I like this topic that you came up with because Land Academy people are even goofing up because one would say, well, hold on everybody. Lord knows they have the right education. Yep. They have the right mentors. Yep. They have the right support. Yep. They have access to stellar data. Yep. We covered all that. Well, then wait a minute. How the heck are these people screwing up? What, what, do you, what are you guys talking about? Well, I'm going to give you my five, and I want, I'm sure you can give me your five. So I, I really thought about the people that we've talked to and what we've seen experience over the years here working with hundreds of you. There's some things that still happen. So again, you have the education, you have that, you may or may not have used it, but we'll skip past that. But one of the things I've noticed is some Land Academy people have not fallen our guideline and still hang, have, have some feeling that they need to associate assessed value in this. Not Don't do that. That's number one. Well, can you explain that? Because um, that's not on my list and it's really important and okay. I actually missed it. Okay. Assessed value uh, with a property is not always exactly what the county thinks today your property is worth. It's not like a Zestimate or something like that. The county doesn't go in there. The county doesn't have those formulas. The county is doing two things. One, they're using it to gauge how much your taxes should be uh, based on that. And then two, they only change it when there's a reason to change it. It might sit for years. If you've noticed some of these properties that you might buy, you know, if you've been in this for more than a year, you know this. You've looked at a property and it had an assessed value of let's say five thousand dollars, and you bought it for forty thousand and you sold it for one ten, and all the while the taxes were only like I don't know two hundred dollars a year or something like that, and now it might get reassessed at some point. So it, it's never accurate, current, uh, up to date, 
And it's often, I've talked to these counties about this too in the past, and they they will full on admit if you ask them, they're like, oh God, yeah, we're like at least two years behind by the time we uh, take a look at this stuff. Just being nice about it, I'm gonna be a little bit more direct. Do it. Assessed value has nothing, nothing to do with market value. Thank you. Yeah, but Jack, I mean, it has to do something like it's the same county, the same county assessor. Uh, There has to be some relativity component. Yeah, this property is assessed for $5 million over here. It's worth more than this property that's assessed for $500 over here. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Assessed value has no place in valuing a mailer. Thank you. It is something that we are taught our entire lives and careers by other sources of whatever, starting probably with our parents and uh, and them complaining when we were kids at the kitchen table about how their assessment went up mm-hmm. and the property value went up and so their taxes went up. Just forget all that. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to, I have to make a big deal out of this because just forget about assessed value. And there's, a, this is the 21st century and we have amazing, amazing tools to value and price real estate. Uh, which the vast majority of our members are utilizing correctly and smashing it out of the parks. And assessed value has no place for that. Thank you. Number two, they're skipping the red, yellow, green test. Wow, I've, I've, really I have five different. Yeah, five different. I've uh, watched things. this. They 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 blow through this. They're like, oh, I just got to get the mail out, and they're skipping some real components. Because one of the things here's how I know this: when we are doing get ten reasons, not five. Okay, sorry. <laughs> No, listen, this is going to be a long show, but I promise it's really <laughs> beneficial. I know this when we're doing our Thursday member call and we're running, we're doing, would you do this deal with people? And we go, one of the things we'll do, we're like, okay, this looks good. That looks good. Let's go, let's go price it and see how many properties are available. When I, when we zip over to put that zip code into Zillow or wherever we're looking at and to see how much is available and there's 3000 properties for sale in that zip code, I know they didn't do the red, yellow, green test because that would have uncovered it. They would have never, do you really want to swim in that pond? Heck no. I want to be one of 3,000. Oh, I narrowed it down to my size. Now there's 1,000. Great. I don't want to compete with 1,000 properties available between one and five acres. Not doing it. So I know they missed that. They skipped it. Number three, do you want to comment or you want me to keep going? I want you to keep going, but I want you to just keep this in mind because I love your momentum and the advice that you're giving is great. The title of the show is Why People Overprice Mailers. Yeah. They skip the red, yellow, green. And oh, really? You yeah. think that's... Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Why they why they overprice? Let me go back. Right. Number one, they overprice because they use assessed value in their calculations. Wrong. Two, they skip the red, yellow, green test. They're not really looking at market data. They're not looking at what's for sale. They're skipping these some of these things. Number three is... Um, this is a really good one that I see. Some counties, it's hard to get a good gauge of what's what's a good price right now. What's a good price for square foot? Some people are not digging far enough to get more than a handful of comps. You will not probably not price your mailer. If you had two comps and one's a million and one's a thousand, you take the median and you send your mailer out on that. We're going <laughs> to, right? And because one, one, somebody got, you know, one had multi properties in there. Let's just say it was like a 10 pack. You didn't check and find that out. And one of them was us exchanging properties. And you took the median and said, well, I got the median price in here and that's what I based my offers on. That's wrong. You've got to have more than a handful. Um, Number four, 
and I'll let you go on here. Number four reason, and I'm talking Land Academy members, people that we all know and love that are goofing up and complaining about it, <laughs> but they're not testing for reason. Yeah, that's a Before big one Before that mailer goes out, they're not taking a moment and saying, okay, if this came back right now today, would I buy it? And look at all that, look at all the stuff that we look at and look at, you know, what's available for now for sale, what's sold recently, does this price fall in line with that? Like, oh yeah, if I could buy this for $18,000 right now based on what I'm seeing, everything selling in this area is like, you know, nothing less than $50,000, yeah, I would do this deal. You know, you have to test it for reason and make sure that you're right and you, your pricing was good before it goes out. And then my number five thing is, um, the people that are overpricing in Land Academy, they're passing it on to the wrong person. They might be, again, they don't think they're good at it. They're not yeah. investing the time on it. You could do this. I could do this. Am I going to be as good as him? No. But could I, am I going to do it as fast as him? Hell no. Might make take me weeks where it takes him hours. But you got to put the time in and learn this. And I think that some people are like, you know, hey, my brother-in-law uh, said he could do this. And I just gave him, I just told him the steps and let him run with it. And he priced my mailers. Hold on a little bit. Not the right person. Five reasons people in Land Academy overprice mailers. Number one, they use a service. Hmm. They're subbing it out because they're trying to find an easy button. There's nothing easy about pricing oh, like, a mailer. Oh, like, like an um, online push a button service? Yeah. Uh, not like a not like an internal service. Those, are, those people have uh, constantly approached Joe and I to do a joint venture where we sell it, sell the fact that fillintheblank.com is a way to price your mailer. Right. And forever, Jill and I have said, no, we're not doing it because it doesn't exist. It misses if it, stuff. If, you know, we created NeighborScoop. We would create a pricing tool if it, if, uh, if it was effective and share it with everybody and charge for it. You're going to miss stuff. It doesn't work. Here's why. If you take, Jill's example is perfect. There's property, here's a zip code. There's 20 comps for sale and active properties. The highest one's a million dollars, the lowest one's $500. And then there's a bunch of stuff in between. Well, it's gonna get so in an automated fashion, if it's pulling that data from an API and giving you an average or a mean number in the middle or the average, however you look at it, it's gonna be wrong. Yep. You have to remove, this is in my number two. Uh, so auto, automatic service doesn't work, period, you're gonna fail. Number two. Like real, like an automated computer. Uh, the, the most popular one is priced with a Y. Right. P-R-Y-C-D dot right. com. The two guys that started this are fatal narcissists. They contacted a Joe. We had a couple of meetings. They were chewing with their mouth wide open during the call and pounding on the keyboard and wondering why two old people like us would ever not Sign be, up. be graced with being in, involved with them. So, and, and it doesn't work. Uh, time after yeah. time after time, people come to us and say, this, this didn't the mailer work. didn't work, well, or we got so many offers back uh, and we couldn't do the deal because it, was, it wasn't priced right. And to which we say, yeah, I mean, that's our experience with priced also. Uh, number two, and the reason that those services don't work is because they're not removing the exceptions. So in Joe's case where there's one's, mil one's a million, one's 500, and then there's a bunch that are probably correctly correct uh, comparison values in the middle you need to remove the exceptions and there's no auto way, automated way to do this well wait a minute jack what do you mean it there's not an if then statement i'm a tech i'm a mechanical engineer i have to have a rule what's the rule there is no rule you have to go in there and look at it and and say this million dollar exception i don't know why it's in there but it's completely and totally screwing up 
my percentages, uh, my average price per acre for that zip code uh, needs to be removed, entirely removed, not adjusted or removed. Maybe the $500 one needs to be removed too. And then the middle three are give you an, action, an ac accurate price. I don't know, but I'll tell you, every zip code I analyze in price, I have to remove data every single one and if there was an if then statement or even an algorithm that was let's say two or three pages believe me i would write it there's no way to do this every single person in career path who who make millions of dollars a month in many cases there are people in career path that make six seven eight ten million dollars a year doing this say they screwed this up at some point and they just believed in the data and sent it out and failed you have to do you have to remove data exceptions Number three, and they're not breaking up acreages. The price per acre for a property that's 0.5 acres, half an acre, uh, versus a five-acre property versus a 40-acre property in a, in a, the exact same zip code, that price per acre is going to be very different. So you want to break those up. That's good. That's a good, good point. Dig into the education, and I'll show you. We show you exactly how to break those up and and why. Right. It starts with 640 acres and divide by two backwards. Um, my next point is um, there are in, in more urban locations, pricing by in a single zip code is not enough. You need to break the zip code up in a lot of cases. The, or alternatively, you can go in solo and then have the person answering your phone adjust for it. We do a version of both. Whereas one zip code we just mailed where you could draw a line down the middle of the zip code. Half of it was in urban in an urban center, and the other half was in the outskirts of a rural center with no way to get to it. So we're getting comps all over the place. So I had to I had to break it up by APN, which is not hard. Again, if you check Chapter Four in Land Academy 3.0, I talk all about this. Number five, and this is the biggest reason, and Jill hit it, and it was her number five too. You're not testing the mailer. You get, you, you know, I've seen people do this. I review the concierge. We have a company, a, a service called Concierge Data, where we do all this stuff for you, except price it. We take it right to the five yard line. All you got to do is change the percentages in the spreadsheet and send it to O2O. And the only way that you're going to accurately change those percentages in the spreadsheet is if you test for reason. If you take, you know, you would you do this deal for yourself? You take a ton of you know, I, I'm, this is the truth. When we're done recording here, I'm going to spend the rest of the day, probably six to eight hours today, testing for reason on a mailer that I, I got back from concierge data. And I already started to do it. And I'm like, wow, you know, because we're constantly improving concierge data. And I'm like, wow, that what they send back now is way different than what we sent back to a customer uh, even like five months ago. It's truly just all teed up. All I have to do is look up two or three properties in every zip code, maybe five, eight properties in every zip code at different acreage sizes and see if I would do the deal. And then adjust the offer percentage to a point where, yeah, I would do the deal. And then finally, uh, this is uh, out of the scope of this a little bit, but it's a topic that's worth talking about in this context. Wow, it's 20 minutes long. I here. know. <laughs> Very often, there are zip codes in counties that don't have enough data. There's just ha there's no property that's been uh, sold, and there's no property for sale. You have two choices, depending on your experience level and confidence level. Number one, you can go to another county and uh, work that. Or number two, if you have some confidence there and you have, you know, maybe it's where you live, 
uh, you can piece it all together through different sources and uh, send out a mailer. Because I'll tell you what, no one's ever sent a mailer out there before, ever. We do very well with data list counties. That was a lot. Yeah. That was good. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Three Topics from the Advanced Member Discord Channel. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. This is good. People want to know what's going on. People often want to know. Well, always want to know what's going on with this group. What are you guys talking about? Mm -hmm. And how do I get into that group? We'll talk about that tomorrow. And thank you for tuning in. By the way, we recently, well this year, 2022, has been a big year for us. We uh, released a Land Academy 3.0 called Catching Up With Land Academy. It covers everything that we're doing now, like Jack just talked about, and the new ways that we pull data. And there's there's still some members, by the way, you know who you are, who have not watched 3.0. And I see you in Discord, and I even tell you, <laughs> knock it off. Start with 3.0. Know what it is? It's like I want to say put. I want to like I'm I'm. This is me figuratively knocking the mouse out of your hand <laughs> as you're clicking on RealQuest Pro, and I want you to go click on Data Tree, and I want you to do these extra three little steps, and I promise it's going to be better. So, anyway. If this crazy community sounds like it might be for you, um, give us a call or send a note to support at landacademy.com. We are Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.